0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alombo. This is program number seven sixteen seven one six. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. I've got another very strong message from Second Peter. And I believe uh well, we're just letting uh Leaving off, we're starting off here from where we were yesterday. I think this is chapter what? One. Chapter 1. All right. Chapter 1 and where I think at verse 10. Uh, I have a strong message from there and also music and letters. All right now, let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask him to vigilantly and diligently Because he commands that of us. And I, Lord, pray that you will diligently and vigilantly. uh, We want to be exactly like you. Therefore, Lord, use me in a very spiritual way. As spiritual as can possibly be with this message, The people will begin realizing how that you're a very good God, but you're very intense God you're a God that loves us if we keep your commandments because you've said if a person any person that says that he loves me and keeps not my commandments they're liars and the truth is not even in them at all and that no liar shall enter the kingdom of heaven but people are not to be irritated at your word but they're to be thankful that there's people that you're using to dispense your word in order that they can know what your commandments are so that they can keep them and enter into the kingdom of God. But there's so many people today, Lord, that take it as that it's an evil thing to hear your word. And they uh, sometimes when they get caught with it, they clam up for a while. But they're so belligerent and so uh, delusioned that it won't take long, just minutes, hours, or um, maybe even a few seconds or a day or two. And they're right back at it again because they don't learn anything from the scriptures. They're ever learning but never, ever able to take hold of your word and apply it to do what you say for them to do. Because it's not the hearers of the word that will be justified, but it's the doers. I'll show you my faith, James said, by my works, the doings, the things that I do. Lord, uh, let me do your will, your will be done on this program. And let your will be done in those that hear it, that they don't just hear it, but they say, yes, Lord. And they mean it, and they begin doing all that you said and did. Lord, I ask it that souls may be saved, and the body of Christ, those that will be there to attend the marriage supper of the Lamb, will be there in full regalia, totally dressed, without spot or blemish, no sin on their souls, no sin on their garments, on their bodies, or on their clothing. Lord, rebuke Satan and build a wall of fire around about your children, bind Satan, and open up doors for your children, and close every door for Satan, I ask it in Jesus' name that souls may be saved and the church and the body are given all power, all dominion, and every good thing that you've promised in Jesus' name, I pray, and everyone says Amen. Amen. Now, uh, I used to be in the record business, and I used to listen to the radio now and then to see what was happening so I could uh, uh, do sessions. Everybody does this in the record industry. Uh, to come up with a record or something. And this, uh, I I like listening to Christian radio now, and um, if it's good, preaching. So here I am to sing for you, Mr. DJ.
1: Mr. D.J., would you please play Play, that old rugged cross? You know, it saved me and it gave me the hope I thought I'd lost. I was a doubter, a down and outer, drunk and dirty in L.A. And a radio station brought me salvation. With a song my mama used to play Mr. DJ, would you please play That old, rugged cross You know it saved me And it gave me it gave the hope I thought I'd lost I heard Jesus was no stranger To the beggar on the street gave them more than gold and silver. He gave them something to believe. Mr. DJ, would you please play that old rugged cross? You know, it saved me and it gave me the hope I thought I'd lost. I'm still a hobo And I still go Where those four winds Carry me But I'm not worried Cause I know he Is walking Right along with me Mr. DJ Would you please play That old cross You know it saved me And it gave me for I'd lost Mr. DJ Would you please play That old rugged cross You know it saved me And it gave me The hope that I've lost Mr. DJ Would you please play That old the
0: cross You know it saved me Praise the Lord you know, during my time in the record industry, uh, they had, and after I left it also, they had these, um, well, before, uh, they had this uh, recording of um, J.F. Kennedy and his family. It was like a comedy album. And uh, people laughed and bought millions of them because back then you couldn't steal uh, music. The government's got it all set up where you can just where they can destroy and they've already destroyed the record industry and the movie industry there's nobody can make any money at making records anymore because um, I don't know, anybody can just take a record once it's played on the air and they can download it and into their computers and make their same exact record and i remember years ago they used to tell the djs a lot of times they'd say hey this is kfwb Hi-de-ho, and away we go on a great big day like this, its that day, and here's so, uh, you know, so-and-so singing so-and-so record. And while it's still playing, they call the DJ up and tell him, don't talk while the record's being played because they're downloading and they didn't want his voice on there. So make sure you shop at Walmart and so on and so forth. And here he is right now, you know, uh, a tower of strength by so-and-so. But uh now it's... uh and so before that, though, they would sell millions of records. And when you hear a lot of false uh, stories, you know, that people are selling this and that. And um, a lot of them are selling a few records. But once it's played, people are so broke now, what they do is just download it free of charge. And another thing, too, is they had this album of uh, the first lady and uh, the president, the first lady and their little kids and stuff, the Kennedy album. And then uh, all of a sudden, the Democratic Party called me in to do the uh, promotion for the whole Democratic Party. And then I—they knew that I was the one that started the only But good. You can't uh, buy it in the store. You got to call up on the phone. Twenty original hits. And Earl McDaniel did the uh, the E.T. the uh, transcription, electrical transcription. And he did the uh, the commercial for it. And uh, so um, the Democratic Party knew that I did that. And so they wanted me to promote a record for them. It was called Ready Teddy Hot Water. It was about Goldwater, Senator Barry Goldwater from the state uh, of Arizona. And um, so I says, well, why do you want me to do that? He says, well, look at." They played it, and, uh, a little bit of it to me, they says, Well, uh, Ready Teddy Hot Water, what do you intend to do about Vietnam? And he would, uh, they'd have this guy on there saying, Blow it up! Blow it up! And everybody, and then they had piped in laughter that would come. So I have a real good, uh, idea here for people that want to come up with one of those funny albums again, and probably just, you know, sell it independently, do a trailer. It's one about the Pope. You just say, to make people laugh say uh, the, have a guy that sounds like the pope says i'm god <laughs> and then pipe in laughter on it because everybody knows that's a bad joke and then um, then say i believe in purgatory and then just laugh again because there's no such thing and then another and then, and pipe in the laughter And then uh, number three, pray to Mary. And everybody laughs. Everybody knows that Mary's dead and that there's only one mediator to the throne of God, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. And number four is don't read the Bible. It's dangerous. (laughs) Everybody laughs on the thing again because the Bible is only dangerous to the Vatican because it shows, it tells everybody um, that it's Satan's cult. And uh, then number five, to make everybody laugh, it says, we are not subject to any civil power. And, of course, that's a real bad joke, but, you know, people will laugh at that because who does he think he is? Uh, it's supposed to be that nobody is uh, higher than the law. No one is immune from the law of God, so everybody's going to stand there. So we're not subject to civil power. And number six, to hell with the U.S. Constitution. In other words, the same as saying to hell with freedom. To hell with the freedom of religion. To hell with the freedom of speech. Uh, the hell to be able to uh, worship the Lord according to your purposes. And number seven, we're the only church. If you don't know, it's the biggest cult in the world. And so that is a big joke. And another one is, now, uh, the Bible says there's no forgiveness of sins without the shedding of blood, without the blood of Jesus. But they say, all right, you want to be forgiven, go out and light a candle. <laughs> That's a real bad joke, isn't it? Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because it's false. What? Well, but you're not telling why it's false. She says, because it's false. That goes to show the mentality of the people and some of the people in this church. It's false because only the blood of Jesus takes away the sins of the world, not the lighting of candles. I just got through saying that she couldn't remember it. And also the ringing of bells. Ring, 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 ding, 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 (laughs) ding. That's going to take away sin. Oh, that's such a bad joke. But number nine, our Father's... Go out and say a bunch of our fathers like that's going to take away your sin no only the blood of Jesus our fathers our father our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom and hey all Mary fine grains it's going to take away sin saying hey oh Mary feeling great here <laughs> you know to people that are not Catholics this is, uh, this is a big joke to people that know the Bible And uh, reciting the rosary. Uh, And then number, here's a a real, a very bad joke, but number 11, taking a vow of celibacy. While they're having sex with little boys, hundreds of thousands of, oh yes, we're celibate. We're Catholic, we're celibate. Well, once saved, always saved. Uh, we can go in and just uh, have the priest tell us, uh, you know, ring a bell, say a Hail Mary, our Father, uh, light a candle. No, only the blood of Jesus takes away sin. Amen? Amen. But isn't this a good idea for an LP? Yeah. You know, right? Uh, it's supposed to be a comedy album. And that's, uh, if it were a comedy, but it's not. An in infant baptism. The Bible says that you're not... When a child, a baby, doesn't know uh, to do good or evil, they're not responsible. In other words, there's no condemnation. There's no going to hell. If you haven't sinned, so a little infant, now these um, cultists, they say, or your little baby died, it isn't bad enough that your little child is dead. But now they say you got to pay... thousands of dollars to get him or her out of purgatory oh god some maniacs would laugh at that but it's not funny it's not funny at all read your missiles or catechisms don't read the bible it's dangerous well it's dangerous to the catholics because uh, you'll see that all these things that they're saying are Lies, and uh, they're taking over the country, and the Bible tells that they're the ones that uh, the mother, they're uh, they're the they're they're the ones where every sin that's happening in the world is coming out of, because they teach people to sin, they teach people to believe that there's no such thing as perfection, and there's nothing in the Bible that would do them any good because it'll harm them. And these people are sickos. Um, You know, if things were straight in this world, well, then I would open up a mental institution because the majority of the people would go there. you'd have the biggest business going. The biggest business going in the world. But at any rate, like I said, the Lord just gave me that as an idea. So if anybody wants to... uh, steal one of my ideas like so many people have done there you go because i'm not going to do it i just did it on the air and everybody's gonna know you ripped me off okay but it's not really me it was the lord that told me to do that okay and you could do the same thing with uh, all the other religions all the false religions but anyway we're going to start here at verse 10 in chapter 1 in the book of second peter Wherefore, the rather, brethren, let's see what it said before that. I always like to recap a little bit here. So it says, But he that lacketh these things is blind. If you lack in your mind, you forget. I'm sure that people have forgotten already the things that I said in the verses before this that uh, you can't say, I'm sorry. Or lie and say this child belongs to you. Or uh, be disobedient when somebody tells you, your pastor tells you, come on, let's go, we're going to take pictures, and you just stay in. And then after they're downstairs, and you call one of the congregation as though so you're the pastor and dispatch somebody else to take you there. This is against the Lord. When the Lord tells you, come and follow me, you're not supposed to go follow some woman void of anything godly in her entire life. But he that lacks these the understanding of these things is blind. You're so blind that even after the light flashes into you it immediately goes out because you're dead blind and cannot see afar off. you you can't remember the promises. Uh, and when you you realize that there's a warring that goes on in your soul, when you hear the true word of the Lord happening because you hate it so much, you pretend that you don't because this is a place where you get food and clothes and everything.
1: I am not. My mother cooks better than they do here.
0: Well, then go to your is because you certainly don't keep the commandments. You can't see afar off. You don't remember anything of that the Lord has said. So you're lacking these things, and uh, you're blind, and you can't see afar off, because the light shines, but to you, light is evil, and you've forgotten that he was purged. You were forgotten that you were purged from your old, old sins, and so you've become the old man is living in you again. And there's nothing you can do about it because you just have decided long time ago not to serve the Lord. Long time. Long time. So, wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, if you do these things he shall never fall. But you never do these things. Never. You always feel that it's okay to sin, to be disobedient, to try to usurp authority, to lie. So you're going you've fallen and you don't know it. No, you're trying to discourage people, Tony. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to put the tail on the donkey. Because that's the way you are. The whole body has fallen away, just as the Apostle Paul said that it would just before Jesus comes back to earth again. That's one of the final signs is that you'd see a great falling away from the church. And those that were around when they were kids, they're church brats. They were fed. They didn't deserve anything that they got. And they've grown up to be uh, adult brats. They never were anything in the Lord and they never will be because they've already fallen from power. Well, do you think it's right to discourage? I'm just telling you what the Scriptures said. If that discourages you, well, then you're even worse off more than I thought. Peradventure that you might become diligent to make your calling and election. Sure, because if I have little word, big meaning. If you do these things, you shall never fall. But it feels so comfortable to have fallen already, isn't it? Isn't it? Because people that really serve the Lord know that you're fallen. But you've been given delusions and you don't know it. It's like Samson, the spirit was pulled off of him and he wist it not. He didn't know it. Verse 11, for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 12, wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. I'm not going to be negligent to tell you filthy dreamers of these things Paul is saying, though you know them because you've been told them 150 times or maybe 150,000 times in this ministry down to the last 44 years. Because so you can go back to former tapes that Susie gave also. I'm not going to be negligent to remind you of these things, though you knew them, you know them, and be established in the present truth. Well, you can't be established in the Lord in truth if you don't receive his truth. Verse 13, yeah, I think it meet good as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance peter says this is peter sometimes i slip and say it's paul but it's the same holy spirit talking through paul and peter here verse 14 and peter never says he's the pope the first pope those this is another joke that you could put on that list if you're going to do a fun album on the Vatican, that Peter is the Pope. Ha, 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 he's not. He's a Jew, and he was born again, spirit-filled, and was, uh, and they claim that uh, he was, that was the beginning of the Catholic cult. But the Bible states that it was on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came down, and the Catholic cult states that Don't study the Holy Spirit, which is the word of God, because it's dangerous for you to know the truth. Do not read the Bible. Anyone that reads the Bible and believes it is crazy, John Paul II said, that man was insane, and so is every other pope. And I can assure you that Peter was not a pope. And I'll put you in remembrance of that all the time. But you people have got very short memories. Verse 14, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, he's saying right there that I'm going to have to die, even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath showed me. Well, the Lord showed him while he was still walking with the Lord that he's going to have to die. one of these days, they're going to bind you up and carry you off and do unto you the things that you don't want them to do. And Peter said, I'm not worthy to be killed, to be murdered, the same way you are, Jesus, so murder me upside down. Murder me upside down. They murdered me because I preached the gospel. The gospel that many people that call themselves Christians hate. They despise being reminded that they have to be perfect to enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, immediately, that's why they all run to these other ministries, because of the fact they say, no one's perfect. Come into my church. Yes, you can be a sinner. It's okay. But this isn't the Bible, folks. If that makes soothes your nerves more, well then go to it. Moreover, i You can hear the sirens. I guess you can tell we're in L.A., right? This isn't Falk, Arkansas. Verse 15. Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able after my decease, after I die, to have these things always in remembrance. Because that's why I wrote them in a letter here. So that you preserve them and hand them out to people in the future, even in the 21st century. Verse 16, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Well, he was told to tell people that Jesus Christ is coming back to earth again, and I was too. That was the first thing the Lord told me. Stand up on your feet and tell these people in this room about the Lord Jesus Christ. Today he's coming back to earth again. You're a hard-headed dude, and if you don't do it, I'll kill you and send your soul to hell. Thou shalt surely die. And so what am I doing different than Peter did or Paul or, for that matter, Jesus? He's. I'm preaching the same message as they do. And if you don't believe me, then it's because you don't believe Jesus, you don't believe Paul, you don't believe Peter, you don't believe any of the apostles. You don't believe the prophets. So I, because I preached unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. What, What about the power? Well, the power means that you can stay firm in the Lord until he comes back to earth again. But we are eyewitnesses of his majesty what majesty well we saw him die and then we saw him buried and then we saw him raised from the dead we saw him he told one of us to put our fingers in his hands his nail pierced hands and to thrust his hand into his side doubting Thomas and he says my Lord and my God my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God. And that's what you're going to say, too, when you see him coming back to earth again. Oh, God. Every knee's going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that he's the king of kings. And my Lord and my God, oh, why didn't I do what you said to do? Verse 17. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, but let's go back to majesty, what else is majesty he saw him raised from the dead and everything and then all of us, 500 of us, saw him majestically carried up into the kingdom of heaven in a cloud, if that isn't majesty, then what is your dirty, filthy lies you're saying, I'm sorry and your disobedience to those that have the rule over you, obey those that have the rule over you They're not to obey you. You're nothing. You're a usurper of authority. That's majesty. God wants us to believe Jesus. That's why he had eyewitnesses of his majesty. Majestically taken up into the kingdom of heaven in the cloud. For he received from God the Father honor. By doing that. And glory. By doing that. When there, in many ways, first of all, when it came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased at the baptism of Jesus, when John baptized him. And then again on the mountain. And uh, verse 18, and this voice, which came from Heaven, we also heard when we were with him in the holy mountain. We were saying, Oh Lord, let us build an altar for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And this cloud came over them and says, This is my son, hear him! Not those other two failures. Well, how is Elijah a failure? Well, because they asked him, uh, because Elijah, the spirit of uh, Elijah, went into John the Baptist when Mary walked into the room and saluted. He leaped in his mother's room when he was filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the spirit of Elijah. And then when he was born and people were saying, oh, this man is full of miracles. He's baptizing everybody. uh they come and said, are you the one that is supposed to come before the Messiah comes? And he said, no. So therefore, he was a failure because many people didn't believe in Jesus. Because the Bible plainly states that Elijah, that prophet, must first come before the Messiah comes. And they said, are you that prophet? And he said, no. Nah, not me. That'd yeah, be somebody else. And so he went to jail. And then he got uptight at Jesus for saying, uh, because he never got him out of jail. He didn't realize that he was a sinner. He lied. And then he says, Are you the one to come? He doubted and <laughs> If you, uh, those that believe shall be saved, and those that doubt shall be damned. Well, oh, it's John the Baptist damn because he said are you the one after he saw these people being healed and blind eyes open and all these different things are and i didn't say you were the one and are you the one because um you know if you are then get me out of here and he didn't and why so Jesus, in his mercy, sent somebody back to him in his jail cell and told him, like the blind eyes are being healed, people are being raised from the dead, every manner of sickness and diseases are healed, uh, the gospel is being preached to those that are lost, and bl- it just went on and on, and He's we don't know after that. Verse 18, and this voice that spoke came from heaven. We heard it when we were with him. Him in the holy mountain. Verse 19. We have also a more sure, even more sure than this, that God talking from heaven, a more sure word of prophecy, where unto ye do well, that ye take heed, that ye believe what I'm saying, as unto a light that shines in a dark place, like your soul, your dark brain, your dark spirit, until the day dawn, like it was with Peter, he was, he was really, yeah, his soul, spirit, and mind was dark. Lord told him, once you get converted, then, you know, going, and uh, talk to the people about me. Don't be usurping authority like you're some big shot! Because you've been denying me once, twice, three times in just a few minutes. Until all of a sudden the light shines uh, the, in your until the day dawn and the day star. The star of david arise in your miserable wretched hearts verse 20 knowing this first this is the first thing you gotta know you hear all these people saying um well what do you think do you think it's this way in the bible do you you think that jesus means this or do you think yeah i think that uh, jesus means this yeah i think that when the lord says uh, that you're not to usurp authority over the powers that I have put on earth over you. I think it's okay once in a while. Or I think, you know, because the fact that he's blind and he's old. And maybe Lord isn't using him anymore.
1: That I'm the one that God called a woman.
0: God never called you because you're a sinner. You liar, you're a liar. I never called you for anything. But possibly to be thrown out into the darkness again. Because you've never fully repented. You don't know what it's like. The day star has not arisen in your heart yet. You don't really know what the I can quote a scripture to you and you don't even know what it means. Verse twenty, knowing this first, the first thing you want to know that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, in other words it's not up for grabs of what you think it means certainly one thing and one thing only, it's God's interpretation you have to learn it, you have to seek it you can't just wonder I've been wondering, wondering if it is true Wandering, wandering, if you are wandering too, I don't think that, kids. Verse 21, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, or what your opinion is, but holy men, not liars like you, holy men of God, spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Chapter 2. But there were false prophets also among the people, uh, even as there uh, shall be false teachers among you, just like there is. There's false teachers in every church, folks. In mine too? Yes. That's what I'm talking about is false teachers in my church. And I'm just about ready to put them out, and they haven't got enough sense to know that. Who privately, they send little notes one to another, shall bring in damnable, privately they do it, secretly. They bring in damnable heresies. Like one of them that I'm speaking about here was just writing a letter to one of the girls. Her mother was put out of the church, this one little girl's mother was put out of church because she had a whole sack full of narcotics. Uh, They were uh, prescription drugs and she saved them up and she was, everybody was saying she's like out of it. She acts like she's on drugs. So I sent a crew of people into her house, searched it and there it was. And so this woman in the church decided to send her a letter and say, well, uh, you know, maybe you should go to she's going to start running my church, go to Fort Smith and live with these people and so on and so on. and the people that she wanted to live with. I never would have ever thought of such a thing as that. And thank God I caught the letter. Who privately she privately, she's very private, and tried to sneak it through. She'll bring in damnable heresies even denying the Lord. How is it denying the Lord? He said, to not usurp authority. That's how you denied him. That bought them with his own blood and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Now, if these words are false, then it's not even worth the paper that it's written on. I believe that this person, unless I repent, will suffer swift destruction and anyone else like him. Verse 2, and many shall follow their pernicious ways. I see a little crowd, she always gathers crowds around her and they're talking and she's giving them advice. They're following her pernicious ways, they're starting to write letters one to another and they're not teachers, and that's what they're doing is trying to teach each other by reason of whom The way of truth shall be evil spoken of. So they speak evil of the truth. They say, oh, the one that the Lord said in here for us to follow is not of the Lord anymore. Because he gets angry. Well, the Lord tells me to be angry, dear one. Dear heart. Dear heart and gentle people. Followers of the devil. You're not dear hearts and gentle people. According to the Lord, he tells you what you are. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. By reason of whom the way of truth, which is Jesus, shall be evil spoken of. Now, the Lord tells us what the way is to heaven. And that's to follow every detail. Every detail of his word. But they're saying, no. No, little ones, follow me. I'm the devil. Verse 3. And through covetousness, they're so jealous of my position in the Lord or any other. I mean, there's all kinds of pastors that know the same thing, but they just don't want to uncover the evil that's in their congregations. Covetousness, they, with feigned words, oh we love you brother we love you with vain words make merchandise of you well you know he's brought some good messages but he's really you know not of the lord anymore like they did paul paul said the same thing and peter knew it they were doing the same thing to whom whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumber not so I'm prophesying that it's going to come upon you people swiftly now you can try to ignore this just like happy Howard did when the Lord told me he was going to kill him I said you know the Lord's going to take your life my son he said yeah mm-hmm. yeah I said that doesn't bother you no, no I'm not sorry you're, you're like, I'm young for a long time. I said, Oh, I see, okay. Within a week or two, he was dead. He fell through a roof. He went on a roof, he wasn't a roofer, and he went on there without asking permission. And I had to buy the casket for him and a piece of ground to bury him in. For verse 4 for if God spared not the angels that sinned. In heaven but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment verse five and spared not the old world but saved only and his eight uh, the eighth person a preacher of righteousness he was telling people what's right well, look at her over there. She's just taking notes and everything like it's going to be mean something to her. Trying to impress the people in the room. It won't do any good for you to take notes. And saved Noah. He didn't spare anybody in the world except Noah, the eighth person. Eight people. A preacher of righteousness. Bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly and there I think I see more ungodliness in a lot of churches than I do out in the world because I know a lot of uh, people that are not saved and they keep their word they don't lie they never lied to me and they um, they are uh, very honest in business these people are not Verse six and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that afterwards should live ungodly, like you and delivered just lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, Come on, let's have sex with boys. Come on, guys. And come on, girls, let's have sex with girls. Verse 8. For that righteous man, dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Well, how long will they be punished? For how long? Forever. Verse 10. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness they don't care about the judgment of the land. they think it's a long-term thing and despise government they don't like people that god has put in charge because they tell them they preach the gospel just as strict as i do presumptuous are they self-willed they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities Verse 11, Whereas angels, which are greater in power, and might bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. Verse 12, But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, Speak evil of the things that they understand not. And shall utterly perish in their own corruptible selves. In their own corruption. Verse 13. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that counted pleasure to riot in the daytime. They do these things right in front of everybody. They don't even care. They're sending letters to people in the church. And the people in the church are sending letters to of their advice no better than to even receive them. And so they're uh, part of their own, uh, uh, these corruptible people's sins. Spots they are, and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings. Wow, they feast with you. You're buying them food and they think they're uh, supposed to do these things. Verse 14, having eyes full of adultery. They definitely, now people that are like this do are full of adultery. And probably they have committed adultery. There's no question about it. And that cannot cease from sin. It's impossible. You can't teach these people anything. Beguiling unstable souls in heart, they have exercised with covetous practices. Cursed children. I want to see my time is up. But I'm sure you're going to enjoy the rest of it in the next message. We'll stop here at verse 15. And we have some letters, Uh, amen, I assume. Where's the first one from?
2: From Malawi, Africa.
0: All right, let's hear what they have to say in Africa.
2: Dear World Pastor Tony Alamo, Greetings to you, grace and peace be multiplied unto you, through God our Father and through Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm writing this letter in order to thank you for what you have done and to tell you my requests. Would you please kindly send me more newsletters, T-shirts, and sweatshirts? So many people are coming to get your literature, and many people repent and get baptized. Yeah, now,
0: see, people that are uh, doing the things that I'm telling you about these people that do in my church, they're not requesting their literature, because we haven't written any, they'll argue back. I'd like to see this stuff. Yeah, I've seen your letters. I've seen your letters coaching people the wrong way. Wrong way, Corrigan. Okay, go ahead, continue.
2: At present, we're unable to send you clear photos. We would really appreciate receiving what we have asked for to give to people who have come to know the Lord as a result of reading your literature. We are praying for you, and we look forward to hearing from you again soon as we work together with you for the salvation of precious souls. Yours in the service of Christ, Teddy Boulia from Lucenza. Okay, in the next
0: one, where is that from?
2: From Mabala, Zambia.
0: Okay, hurry, we only got
2: a minute. Dear Pastor, greetings to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the coming King. I hope and trust you are doing fine. May peace and joy be with you in the name of Jesus. I'm a Zambian citizen in Africa. I am in grade 10 at Mabala High School. I received Jesus Christ as my only personal Savior, and I'm now born again. I heard the word of God from Emmanuel when he came to preach at school, and he gave us some of your literature. Pastor Alamo, I'm asking if you can help me out with the Bible and some literature like Difficult Mountain and The Looking Glass because now I know the truth and I want to do what the Bible says and I have submitted myself to do his work. Thanks very much for your concern and your assistance will be appreciated. May our Lord grant you grace as you are doing his work. Shalom, Noah Mwapi from Mabala, Zambia, Africa.
0: All right, praise the Lord. It's time to pray now. And uh, you say, well, I don't know if I can be that strict. Well, you have to be in order to get into heaven. You can't be like these lackeys. Uh, You just have to, and you have to um, believe uh, in God's promises, because great are his promises. Now, one of his promises are, if you don't receive them, you're definitely going to burn in hell and squirm and yell and scream and uh, gnash on your teeth and chew on your tongue and cry unbelievably for god to please turn it off but he not he'll crank it up all the more because you reject the lord of glory the one that ascended into heaven and said he's coming back and that he's going to give everybody their just reward okay so if the spirit of god when the spirit of god understands you you're going to have the power to be able to do everything it's easy It's easy, but it's not to people that have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that have never received the completeness of God. But it belongs to you. Just say this prayer. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God and that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit in him. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll never turn anyone away. All that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me. I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 716. It's free of charge, including the postage and handling. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape.
2: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406.
0: Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alarmo saying tune in again tomorrow for another mighty powerful message, a mighty power, A unbelievably mighty powerful message from the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, we're, uh, the Lord is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh through these kind of messages. And that means that the holy, uh, sweet chariot of God is swinging down uh, to teach you the truth and give you the power to be able to keep the word. And here I am to sing for you. Swing down, sweet chariot, come and let me ride.
1: Don't you swing down, switch chance, stopping let me ride, swing down, chance, stopping let me ride, rock me lord, rock me long, come on easy will, I got a home on the other side. Why don't you swing down, switch chance, stopping Let me ride, swing? swing down, chance stopping let me ride, rock me lord, rock me long, come on easy, will, I got a home on the other side. Well, 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 well Ezekiel went down in the middle of the field He saw an angel working on a chariot wheel Wasn't so particular about the chariot wheel Just wanted to see how a chariot feels Why don't you swing down, sweet chariot, stopping? let me ride Swing down, chariot, stopping. let me ride Run me, Lord, rock me, Lord Come at easy, Be well. I got a home on the other side. Well. Just wanted to lay down his heavy load. Why don't you swing, swing, down, down, sweet stop and swing, swing down, chariot stopping, let me ride? Swing down, chariot stopping, let me ride. Rock me, low, rock me, low. come and ease well. Go I got a home on, on the other side. Well, I got a father in the promised land. Swing Ain't Stop and tell, her, shake his hand. Rock me, low, rock me, Lord. Bow my knees, well. I got a home on the Other side, why don't you swing down, chariot stopping. Let me ride, swing down, chariot stopping. Let me ride, rock me, low, rock me, Lord. Bow my knees, well. I got a home on I don't you swing down street, chair stopping. Let me ride. Swing, swing down chair stop and stopping. Let me ride. Rock me low, rock me Lord. Come and easy well. I got one on the other side.